Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Coming up, say goodbye to the Sorcerer's Hat at Disney's Hollywood Studios. We're doing the next round of seven resorts in seven days. We'll have some details on that coming up. The Disney Park blog lists their 15 reasons why you need to visit the Disney parks this year. And a little later on, Dustin West and the team discuss what they're looking forward to at Walt Disney World in 2015. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 764 for the week of January 6th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Start the new year by letting one of Dreams Unlimited's experts help you plan every aspect of your next Disney World or Universal Orlando vacations. Just visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends John Magi, Kevin Close, Jenny Lynn Knott, Julie Martin, and back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West, along with associate producer, Craig Williams, and our good friend, Mr. Will Perry, who's in town helping us out with the seven and sevens this week. So it is great to be back. Um, I always kind of, I always look forward to our end of year hiatus, but then by the end of it, I can't wait to get back to doing the show because I miss it. So it is great to be back. We have a few things we want to discuss in, in housekeeping. First, we want to remind everyone to download the Diz Unplugged app for iPhone and Android and for Kindle. So you can find it on the iTunes App Store. You can find it on the Google Play Store. And you can find it on whatever the hell Amazon calls there. Kindle store, the Kindle store. I don't know, but you can find it there. All our shows, show notes, all sorts of stuff, our Facebook page or Twitter feed, everything's in the app. So you can head out and download that. Um, want to give a plug to our Disneyland show. There have been some changes to the Disneyland show. They are now uh, going out, uh, going up on Tuesdays, right? Uh, every week, but they are broadcasting live at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, on uh, Mixler.com. Uh, you can download the Mixler app and get the uh, app for your, your computer and listen to them live, audio, not video. Right. And uh, so I didn't I didn't get Tom's synopsis of what oh. today's show was, so <clears throat> I have no idea what it is. So you'll just have to go and listen. Okay. Unless Dustin has it handy. Maybe in the next minute or so. Now, um, speaking of shows... Uh, We were planning to release our Universal show and our new show, The Trip, this week. But because we're doing the 7 and 7s, we've decided to hold off for a week. So those will be going up next week. Next Wednesday, The Trip with Jenny Lindop and Teresa Eccles. And next Thursday, the Universal show hosted by Craig Williams with uh, Dustin, Jenny Lynn, and new member to the Universal team, uh, Rhino Clavin. Right. So that will be next Thursday. And Julie. And Julie. Yes, on that's opposite right. weeks. On opposite weeks. <laughs> and um, I have the uh, synopsis for uh, the Disneyland show this week. 
uh, is Tom Bell reviewing the Hotel Menage, and the team <laughs> discusses the new Frozen is that, is that by the hour? That hotel? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that name. means, right? The Hotel Menage. <laughs> uh, and uh, the team discusses the new Frozen fun offerings at the Disney's California Adventure. That's And also, I, I think people are going to want to listen next week because I think they're going to have a lot to say about the... Uh, news that Disneyland is apparently getting magic bands. Yeah. So uh, I think they should suffer too. <laughs> <laughs> I I personally love magic bands, but um, I'm interested to see what how the Disneyland folks react mm-hmm. to to magic bands. Um, they are a much more vocal and unified voice about anything going on in those parks than we are out here, so, as well as a more local. Well, that's it. There's a there's a much larger sense of ownership, I think, yeah. among the among Disneyland fans because they grew up with it. It's been there since the 1950s. It's part of the culture in Southern California. So it'll be a lot of annual pass holders with the Magic Bands as opposed to the people coming in from out of town for vacations. <laughs> you know, Tom says he's already talked about this. They've already talked about. Oh, they did talk about it. Already. All right. Okay. We'll talk right, about forgive it, me, then. Tom. I haven't had a chance to listen. We were. We started our 7 and 7 yesterday, and I do want to talk a little bit about our 7 and 7. For those who are not familiar, a couple years ago when we first launched the video show, we started doing a series called 7 Resorts in 7 Days, where we would stay at 7 resorts over the course of 7 days, and then we would do a series of shows on it a little later on. And uh, we did two rounds of that in 2012. We're rebooting it again this year. And uh, so what we're doing, if you're on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com, slash Diz Unplugged. Uh, each day that we're at a resort, we're posting some stuff. We're not telling you what resorts we're at initially. In the morning, we're doing a kind of where in the world, so you can guess where we are. And then once we tell you where we are, we put some other stuff up. Put up a cool little video. Uh, yesterday, we were at the beach club. And I'll just, not to give too much away, I will say I have a lot of very good things to say about the beach club. Uh, and it's in particular our breakfast at Cape May Cafe, which kind of blew me away. But uh, so we're kind of doing that all this week. And so we'll be doing some stuff on Facebook. But then the shows that we do uh, for the 7 and 7 will start airing on Monday, February 9th. A new show will go up every day for seven days. So you have that to look forward to. I know a lot of people get very excited when we do our 7 and 7s. And so do we. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to going out and... And doing it. It's a lot of fun staying at the resorts. It's a great way for me personally to start the year. Kind of get me back on property and yeah. all that good stuff. And the crowds aren't so so awful this month. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So those, you can uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash disunplugged to see kind of what we're doing this week. And then the 7 and 7 shows will air starting Monday, February 9th. And there will be seven of them, one every day. Lots of videos, photo galleries, new content on the site, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Before we move on, could we calm the chatterati down and just address the new cameras and the new lights? Why? What's the matter? Well, we all look different, and we all look better, and we all look thinner, and thank you, Christy, or Crystal. <laughs> um, she says, I look the best. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, we did do some changes to the studio, some... You know, uh, minor changes probably from your end. There are major changes on our end. Uh, all new cameras in the studio. We've changed the lighting around quite a bit. Still playing around with that. Um, but you'll notice that now everybody has a head-on shot. We've moved the camera locations around. So people are not getting uh, 
profile views. They're getting uh, head-on views of everyone at the table, not just me. Um, and uh, we actually, you know, we, we go into every hiatus saying, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, kind of forgetting that Christmas is, like, in the mix and, like, nobody's here. So uh, we have a lot more that we're planning to do the studio over the next few weeks. Um, so there'll be some more changes. But, yeah, we have definitely... We have made some changes to the cameras. We've made some changes to the lighting. We've made some changes to the hair color. Um, we've made some changes <laughs> to everything. I still don't know how I feel about this. This was an impulse decision, but um, we'll see. We'll see. I have no problem being 50. That has nothing to do with this. I just have a problem having, like, white hair. But, so, all right. Um, also want to remind everybody, please take a moment and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, WDW Info on YouTube, right? WDW Info? WDW Info. Oh, it's sitting right there in my lower third. Um, that's where you get notified of any new videos that we put up. And we have lots and lots of plans for this year of things that we're going to be doing. So if you want to make sure you don't miss anything, subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash WDW Info. Um, and also want to remind everybody about Articles. If you're interested in writing an article for the Diz, just head over to our show notes page, dizunplug.com, for information on how to sign up if we publish your article on the site. It's a cool 50 bucks for you. And we paid out a lot last month. Yeah. Put a lot of articles up. One of the articles that's up right now <clears throat> that I'm really excited about is uh, Michael Bowling from the Disneyland team. He's our, he's our resident Disney historian. Um, has a segment up on... The history of the Tiki Room. It's absolutely fascinating. All his history pieces are fascinating. This man's knowledge of Disney history is amazing. He lived part of Disney history. He's a uh, he's a former Mouseketeer picked by Walt Disney himself. And so he's he has a great story that Walt came along, and they all had T-shirts with their names on them. And as he walked along, Walt said yes, no, yes. And Michael was called Mickey all his life. And he had blonde hair and freckles. And as Walt walked along, he said, yes, no, yes, no. And he got to Michael Bowling, and he put his hand on his head, and he said, yes, but he's not Mickey. There's only <laughs> one Mickey. His name's Michael. <laughs> so we're going to be putting up a lot of Michael's uh, history segments on the Diz. So keep an eye out for that. We've always got new articles going up every day of the week. Uh, the homepage, the Diz homepage, www.info.com. So go check that out. Uh, anything else for has I do. Room? The chatter I gotta tell do. us we need powder. We do need powder. We need powder. We're glistening. That's all right. Uh, I have something in housekeeping. I've got a lot of questions this past week from folks asking me about our Royal Caribbean Alaska cruise. Yes, there's still space on this uh, trip. Our group space is closed, so we don't have any special pricing, but we can still get you the regular pricing through Royal Caribbean, and that will get you, uh, if you book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, that'll get you any of our special stuff that we do. If we do, uh, we probably will do meets and things like that. And uh, That is June 12th through June 19th of 2015 on Royal Caribbean's Jewel of the Seas. It's a seven-night Alaska Sawyer Glacier cruise. Leaves out of Seattle, returns to Seattle, so it's nice and easy for travel. You don't have to you know, worry about getting into Canada, which, you know, could be an issue. And um, <laughs> it's easy for flights in and out and things like that. What's the matter? Nothing. Some of us have trouble getting in and out of Canada. I actually had trouble one time. I was taking a road trip, and we had been doing a lot of camping, so we had 
knives and a machete. That was not a. Pl- <laughs> and we were seven people in a like six passenger van. So well, just that was when, a little we, when we were, went up to Nova Scotia to do the Nova Scotia meet, uh, you got like cavity searched. Uh, coming coming through customs because he had all this equipment. I know it was a nervous wreck oh. through that process. <laughs> Sorry, John. If that's all right, if you're interested in the Royal Caribbean cruise, uh, contact Tracy, uh, one of our Dreams Unlimited travel agents. She's in charge of this group. It's Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y-H, at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I'm sure we'll have that in the show notes page. But please join us. We've got a good group going. We've got over 100 people. So... Worked out to be a lot more than we thought it was going to go. We thought it was going to be a small little yeah, so intimate it's what we group. Thought, so. But it's turned into a nice sized group. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to Alaska. I'm so excited. I know. I can't wait to go back. It's such. It's that's another trip that never gets old. Never ever gets old. So, all right. Anything else for housekeeping? They want to know what we thought of Into the Woods. Fabulous. Seen it twice. Go see it. Fabulous. Into the Woods was. They want to know what you think too. <laughs> the second time was better because there was food. <laughs> we went to the fork and screen, so that yeah. made it better. We did the fork and screen, and the food was very good. The service was atrocious. The service was absolutely abominable. It's hence too far to be known as the great Diet Coke deba- debacle of 2014. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't Diet Coke. It was, it was regular, just regular Coke. Coke. Coke debacle of 2014. Five times. Five. Count them. One, two, three, four, five. I had to ask for a Coke. I finally... Had to go out into the lobby and yell, who do I have to sleep with to get a Coke in this place? (laughs) And then, after an hour, they finally brought me a Coke. And then five minutes later, they brought me another Coke. And then five minutes later, they brought me another Coke. Because all the orders I had placed, like, I would like a Coke, I'd like a Coke. Nobody was talking to each other. So they just, I'm like, I've got a Coke, I'm fine, take it away, I don't want it. (laughs) And then they would bring, like, popcorn out. Like, that was a replacement. Like, oh, yes, now that I have popcorn, I don't need my soda. (laughs) was weird but the movie was much the, better the second time with the food, food. I, I will tell you the food was very good I, I was really kind of impressed by how good the food was um, but the movie itself was tremendous I mean I so many things again. so many what? things can go wrong <laughs> by yourself Jesus. I'll go with them I'll go with them <laughs> you can stay home um, so many things can go wrong adapting a film like that and he just did an amazing job it was just awesome I agree and of course it has Meryl Streep in it and anything with Meryl Streep in it is incredible I think they did a great job. I think it, I, I'm very pleased with it. I went into this fearful. I was nervous too, but excited. Excited. It could have been it. another nine. I didn't <gasps> see nine. But there's a good reason for that. <laughs> so, anything else for housekeeping? Anyone else? Anyone else? No. All right, let's talk about our poll for this week, which is currently running. It's a very simple question. We're asking you what it is you are most excited about. Coming up in 2015 at Walt Disney World, which is also going to be the topic of our uh, our segment today. Our segment, and I'm sorry, I'm just trying to pull up the poll and uh, see where we're at with it. And already got over 400 answers. And Food and Wine Festival is doing pretty good. Thirty, just over 32 percent of the vote. And uh, the Halloween party doing really good with about 11 percent of the vote. And a lot of people also saying, because we have a box in there for, you know, something else that we may not have listed. A lot of people saying another 24-hour event. Um, but they're really hoping that Disney does another 24-hour event. Which There's some speculation on that. Will they do it for the 60th anniversary? Well, what we're hearing is that the plan is 
to keep Disneyland open for 60 hours uh, for the 60th anniversary. I'm not anniversary. doing that. I just want you to know. That would be that would be killer. I mean, I don't know how... People might actually die in the course of this yeah, event. exactly. I mean, Disneyland is crowded anyway, just on a normal day. Can you imagine if they leave the park open for 60 hours no, and they I make can't. a big event? You're not going to be able to move, let alone sleep. So, but uh, you can head out to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. Let us know what you think. Add your voice to the poll. As always, every week, we select one person at random who answers our poll, and that person gets a $50 Disney gift card. For those of you who won in December, we have not forgotten about you. We got a little backed up. Uh, They are all going out this week, so I appreciate your patience. But, uh, yeah, so just head out to Facebook and... Let us know what you think. That poll is going to run for the rest of the week. We'll have the results and this week's winner on next week's show. So unless there is anything else in housekeeping, I'm going to throw it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Walt Disney World to give away 31 vacations in January. In an extension of their popular Show Your Disney Side marketing campaign, Walt Disney World has launched a new contest called, quote, Disney Flipside where they will be giving away one family vacation every day in January of 2015. The new contest is hosted by Sam, a, quote, Disney Parks insider with all parks access, an arsenal of cameras, crafty disguises, and a love for everything Disney. Well, if he had a scooter, he could have been Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Invites guests to join him as he goes behind the scenes to show you never-before-seen Disney sides of some of your favorite Disney Park personalities. It's Disney's... So- it's Disney's- Is that like Cinderella doing cocaine? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Disney side fun. Flipped just, your, just for you. Flipped around just for you. I had trouble in that sentence. The grand prizes will include a five-day, four-night vacation for up to four people, three nights at one of the Disney resorts, one night in, Cinderella Castle, in the Cinderella Castle suite, five-day Magic Your Way tickets with Park Hopper and Water Parks Fun and More options, a $500 Disney gift card, a personal personalized Disney side welcome basket, a glass slipper gift, a round trip with, and round trip airfare with ground transportation. Uh, we'll have a link in our show notes page to the contest, but these are some pretty cool prizes. And you can... Uh you can uh, uh, each day is a sweepstake, so you can register for this every day, and you just use your regular uh, Disney dot uh, Disney World dot com login, uh, whatever you log into for My Magic Plus or that stuff. Okay, that answered use. my first question. I had a couple questions about this because I wasn't quite sure. the The people being selected are random; they don't have to actually do something to participate. No, no. They, no. they just yes. need to uh, the sweepstakes. So it's, they just it's, need to enter. Okay, and I wasn't sure how the people getting selected. Does that have any connection with the Disney personalities behind the scene? I'm not huh? sure. Where he talks about the Disney personalities being behind the scene, what does that have to do with being it's selected? It's just part of this it's marketing, part of the marketing thing. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I couldn't, don't don't really, overcomplicate it. I was yeah. like, I don't know what the connection yeah. is. You just sign up every day, and if you're lucky, you win. They're giving away 31 of these. Are you Are you familiar with the Show Your Disney Side campaign? Yes. Well, what they're doing is having sort of Disney personalities show their Disney side. Okay. So that's why it's the flip around. And it has and that, nothing to do with people winning right. this. Okay. So every day, it's a five-day, four-night vacation, and one of those nights takes place inside the Cinderella Castle Suite, which would be incredible. That would be so awesome. So, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Cool campaign. I agree. Cool campaign. Has anybody gone there and seen this character and done the interaction no. with it? No. Can't no. be bothered. Please. All right. Just sign up for the 
sign up for the sweepstakes every day. If this person was coming toward you, you'd leave scorch marks on the concrete. Sam. Yeah, remember it in the inside. <laughs> possible all right moving on to our second news story disney parks blog lists their 15 reasons to visit walt disney world in 2015 on i have the list would you like to hear it yes yes here it, anything here it goes uh their number one is trotteria al forno at disney's boardwalk will be opening the newest disney restaurant just opens its doors a few days ago the menu features authentic italian cuisine and wines yum sure <laughs> Has anybody been over there yet? Nope. I like Italian food. I walked past it. <laughs> walked past it. There you go. Exposition Park food trucks. Um, they're going to have the food trucks open at Downtown Disney in a dedicated outdoor area with entertainment at night. Is, is that Has that started yet? Or? I believe so. It's in limited... I think Craig's been over there. It's in limited... Uh, trucks are over there. Not everything is in place yet. Oh, no, I I did not actually go over to see it. I did my rapid fire on it, but I refused <laughs> to go see this place. Well, why do you refuse? <laughs> He's boycotting because it. Is that why the beard is growing in? This is a protest about the food trucks? It is. They're going to they're gonna get rid of it, or I'm not shaving. No, I don't... <laughs> it's just, their food trucks are supposed to move around. Having them in one place, I, I don't remember what my argument was last time for it. It, it might have been that they, they didn't have one place for it. Yeah. Courage of your convictions. Yeah. This week, I'm not for it. All right. All right well, thank you, Lars. Number three. Number three. 2015 run Disney races are off and running. Um, you guys are on property this week, and you're experiencing the marathon. That's going to have roads shut down and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We don't look busy. forward to that. But. You know, it's, 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 it's funny. I, I mean, I know that the, uh, the marathons are really popular. And we've done some segments. People say, oh, you should do more segments on, on marathons. They we just, don't run. They just don't do well. <laughs> when we have done them, they just they don't do well. So it's like, you know, clearly our audience... The vast majority of our audience are slugs. They're not, are not joggers. I'm not going to say that. They're just not no, runners. We actually have a lot of listeners that participate yeah. in these marathons. I know. I just apparently they don't listen to or consume any of the content we put out about the marathon. <laughs> the um, whole Run Disney thing is really well done. They've done an excellent no job question. with this. These, no these question. marathons are well attended beyond belief. The stuff they do for the runners is fantastic. But I mean, you've got to be a runner too, or a walker. I mean, a lot of people walk right. these. Um, I've thought about that. But then I decided to stay home and eat potato chips. <laughs> I went to see people cross the finish line at the Muddy Buddy years ago. And I thought John and I were going to be the only people there. <laughs> I figured, we'll not have no trouble finding people. It was like Woodstock. <laughs> and you see pictures from these run Disney races. Yeah, so that's... Tons of people. Yeah, I've talked about it. Right, Very popular, yeah. Very number popular. four, Trader Sam's Grog. Can't Grog. wait. Based Can't on wait. the popular lounge at Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim. Cannot wait to see what they do with Trader Sam's here. Um, that is such a great... And I don't drink, so it's not about the alcohol. The atmosphere, the non-alcoholic drinks they have, the food that they serve, just the whole atmosphere and vibe of the place is so incredible. Yeah. That, you know, if they can recreate that out here, I'll be very, very happy. Be very, very happy. I think it'll be even better than the first one, honestly. I mean, the first one will always have its special place in terms of fandom and stuff like that, but I think they're going to take this up even further, another notch. And they're going to have to make this one larger. Yeah. This one's going to have to be a larger space, you you would assume. Yeah. Because Trader Sam's in Disneyland is not 
very large. All the times I've gone there, I've never been able to sit inside. Always had to sit out in the deck because there's never any room inside. All the tables and bar stools are taken. So, but I'm really looking forward to it. I am too. Number five, the Walt Disney World Pro (coughs) Soccer Classic at ESPN White World of Sports Complex. February 1st to March 1st. That's this Disney was, sneaking this one into I, the list. I was Sam. just going to say, someone, so, they had an obligation to put this on the list or something. Somebody insisted, well, you have to include this. Towards the end, they kind of clutch at straws. Yeah. Well, know, I, apparently at number five, they're clutching at straws. It's like, we look forward to sunny days. <laughs> you know. Number six, the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend returns February 19th through the 22nd. Making sure Run Disney gets two, two mentions in the top 15 list. Yeah. A uh, number seven. I'm going to move over a little bit as I read this one. Starbucks to open at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, and this is why you have to look at Disney Parks blog sometime and roll your eyes. You really think Starbucks opening at Hollywood Studios is a reason to come to Disney World? I mean, even if you're a Starbucks fan, let's say you're the biggest Starbucks fan in the world. Is there anybody out there saying, okay, well, that's it. Now I have to go to Disney World because they're opening a Starbucks in Hollywood Studios. It's so true. I read this article. I thought the same thing about it. You know, this is when, you know, look, I I get the whole idea. (laughs) I get the whole concept behind companies blogging and that being an arm of their marketing. I get it. But stop insulting our intelligence (laughs) with stupidity like this. That one of the reasons to come to Disney World in 2015 is that you're opening opening a stinking Starbucks at Hollywood Studios. It's laughable. It's laughable. It's like saying you're going someplace because they're opening Walgreens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if they wanted to drive business, why wouldn't you put it like at ESPN or you know Fantasia Miniature Golf or something? You know, I think Hollywood Studios gets enough traffic. Um, the new location is going to be called the Trolley Car Cafe. And it's going to be themed to a classic trolley car look along Hollywood Boulevard. There okay. you go. Wake me up when that's over. <laughs> and number eight, the Atlanta Braves return for spring training. Happens that, every year. Yeah. But this is, you know, and I, I know for baseball fans, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, you know, I'm not a baseball fan. And if I was, it wouldn't be Atlanta Braves. Well, one of the things about, well, the other thing about the Braves is that because it's spring training, they play other teams. So your favorite tra- team could be playing them it's an opportunity to see them who's sort your of, favorite team um <laughs> the new york gays <laughs> <laughs> number new york nine. lesbian softball team number nine the 22nd annual international food and garden festival flower uh, and garden festival food i say food <laughs> oh they've added food i'm a little hungry uh flower and garden festival uh festival returns march 4th through may 17th so i always look forward to that me too especially what they have done in the last few years, with the addition of the food kiosks, similar to what they do at Food and Wine Festival, except they do something, they do different things with these kiosks. It's not just a rehash of food and wine. And I, it was a brilliant addition, and it makes me look forward to it even more. It makes, because it's almost like another food and wine festival yeah, going really. on in the spring. Without the drunkenness. Without, Without the all the drunk people. Crazy drunkenness, yeah. yeah. And without the mobs. Yeah. 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 The hordes. All right, number 10, Star Wars Weekends returns at Disney Hollywood Studios May 15th through June 14th. Anybody else think this is what they're waiting for before they start making major announcements about what the expansion is going to be at Hollywood Studios? Yes. They're going to do it in conjunction with the start of Star Wars Weekends. Um, I mean, Iger already said in a conference call at the end of December that um, any any of the things that we 
expand on at Hollywood Studios are going to be based on the new films, not the old ones. So he all but confirmed right then and there that they are expanding based on Star Wars, which was kind of like the worst kept secret in Disney right now. But I think we can expect the official announcement to come that weekend. I have to tell you, I'm so out of the loop with Star Wars that Ferris received a gift, a very nice gift of a Disney Parks t-shirt and had these four characters on it. And I'm holding it up and I'm going, who are these people? I didn't even know who and they were. And that's when I jumped in and I said, it's Star Wars, Julie. <laughs> felt so bad. Oops. All right, number 11. This isn't a Parks thing, but they're saying their number 11 thing they're looking forward to is the movie Tomorrowland debuts in theaters May 22nd. Um, intrigued. I am as well. I'm intrigued to see what this movie is and how this movie turns out. It is one of the things I'm looking forward to this year. I've seen the t- trailer now twice, and it looks interesting, but I didn't get anything Disney from it. Hard to, yeah, it's hard to connect. It's hard to gauge. Yeah. Means to be seen. Number 12, annual events. Man, that was a, the kicker. They really, right there. They really had to work hard at they coming did. in. They couldn't come up. Disney itself could not come up with 15 unique reasons why you should come to their parks in 2000. they would have stopped at 10. Well, that's All what right. I was going to say. When I read this article, over half of it is not new stuff. So, I or it's mean, redundant. So it's, it is, it's redundant and it's not new. So they talk about, they talk about flowering, you know, the 22nd annual International Flower yeah, and Garden it's, Festival. It's annual. And then two, you know... Two entries right. later, they talk about annual events. Well, or, that's an annual event. Right, or they talk about the Run Disney, and then they talk about the Princess, the Princess Marathon. Weekend. I mean, ESPN was mentioned. Wide World of Sports was mentioned twice. I think it was, I mean, I understand what they're saying, and those are all fun things that we all do love and enjoy. But basically, to me, that article said, we're not really doing anything now. I was going to say, I think the point of this is, that, well, the point that you're trying to say, too, though, is that there's really nothing big and new coming. No. All the stuff that's in the works. All right, guys, let's cancel the segment. Really? We're done. I was, well, I was thinking that, that same thing. It's like, this is what we're going to talk about later. Well, here's what I think is interesting. I mean, we do have uh, the the first phase of Downtown Disney is supposed to be done, and there really wasn't mentioned Well, that's that. number 13. Yeah. Did we just <laughs> literally rip the rug out from under your segment? Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, I only said all. that because he said there's nothing new coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, we're not going to talk well, then we get to number, But then we get to number 13, which is another rehash of, you know, we talked about the Exposition Park food trucks. New Eats at Downtown Disney Yeah, is number 13. Well, it's, you know, Morimoto Asia is going to be there, the Boathouse, STK Orlando. These are all things that have been announced previously, but they will be open. I'm hoping one of the annual events that you were talking about is they bring back the Festival of the Masters. Yeah, I know. not on my list of (gasps) Disney Parks blog. It better be back because that's something I'm looking forward to. If it's not, we're going to go and protest, Kevin. Just me and you. No, there's a bunch of us out there. Slide that in there under the annual events number. Number 12. It's not annual anymore, apparently. (laughs) Biannual. Number 14, they're looking for another year of the hashtag Disney Disney side fun marketing campaign. Again, not new. Big, big, big news here. And number 15, your family vacation. Yeah, they're reaching. (laughs) They're reaching for This is the year for your family to vacation at Walt Disney World. Bring money. So that's their 15 reasons. Big excitement. Well, I think... Dustin, we just talked about the things we're looking forward to. Yeah, we're Well, Dustin going... has some other things up his sleeve yeah. for the next segment. So. I have a whole bunch of notes to talk about for um, our segment, Thank Dustin. you, JL. <laughs> I'm JL. I'm so perfect. I, I am. Care. Everybody, just <laughs> I don't aware. have a single note. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll tell you. Because I'm not going to be on that segment. Right. I, I will tell you what I'm looking forward to in, in, in 2015. No, send it to me so I can use it. 
<laughs> and I, I, I realize people may think this is odd, but I am really hoping, and I'm being dead serious here, I am really hoping that they bring back Villains Unleashed this summer, except they do it better. I think the concept was brilliant. Right. I love the idea. I love, I think it's got everything going for it. I think they just need to figure out how to make it a better event. And I, I think they can do it. I absolutely know they can do it. And I'd be very excited to see that come back. Um, and the 24-hour event. I had a great time doing that uh, last year. Oh, my God. That was fun. One of the um, things they should have put on that list was that we're going to fix the parking at downtown Disney. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Speaking of that, I know you guys don't see it this way. But um, for me, when we went to go see Into the Woods... That was the easiest experience I've had parking at Downtown Disney in a year. Oh my god! With that, with that, with that uh, parking deck open, with that one parking deck is now open. It's still a nightmare in a lot of areas, but you know there was a lot of traffic. But it moved. We got in. We got parked. It took twenty minutes. It took me as long to park as it did to drive down there. But that's an improvement from when it took forty-five minutes to park. Yeah. So I mean, at least got to give him that. And the parking deck is very nice. I don't know what took 18 months to do it, but thank God it's open. And we were able to get into downtown Disney. We weren't stressed out for time. So I got I to gotta say that the parking deck has helped. It has helped, finally. Um, and now they have completely screwed up the other side. Yeah. Uh, of marketplace because they're going to put in two more. It's going to be a little bit rough for the next year as far as that whole parking experience goes and driving. They're the, but the permits, I think, from what I understand, um, they're waiting on improvement from the, the the federal government for like that I four ramp coming off and all that. But when that's all done, oh, it's going to be great. Look, when it's so done, happy. when it's done, it's going to be amazing. Downtown Disney in general. I'm so excited about the changes. Disney Springs. My problem has been very specific. The guest experience during this was simply not a factor. Was n- is not a factor. We're going to make it as difficult and as hateful for you to come here as possible. And you're still going to come. And we're going to soak you for as much money as we can. Actually, uh, I think it's turned enough of us off. I was at Downtown Disney for the first time in a very long time. I, I just I, I used to go to the movie. We used to go to the movies at Downtown Disney all the time. I would be hard pressed to go back. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I love sitting in the theater and having the food served to us. It's just not worth it to me. We left two hours early. It took us an hour and forty-five minutes. What you usually would take us thirty minutes to get there and park. Yeah. It took an hour and forty-five minutes. So we didn't have the experience you had. Yeah, I we, guess maybe because of the direction we were coming the opposite direction, mm-hmm. and maybe it was just a little easier at that time. I don't know, but I, I will say compared to the last time I went to Downtown Disney. And saw a movie. This was light years better. So I'll at least give him that. I just, you know, in the in the interest of fairness, I'll at least give him that. So, all right. Well, that right. will do it for the news. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Um, now, instead of doing a caption, this we decided to do something a little different every week with uh, with our little thing that we do. Um, I've seen this on other websites, and I've always wanted to do it. And we're calling it "What's the Difference." We have a picture. We have two pictures, identical, except small changes have been made to one of them. And if you want to see that, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. See if you can find 
What's different? Between, Obviously, when it goes up on Facebook, you'll see a side-by-side of two photos. Right. There'll be two seemingly identical photos, but one is a little different. We want to see if you can spot the difference. So a little something different we're doing uh, every week. So it's called What's the Difference? And it's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash bizunplugged. And we're going to go ahead and move over to rapid fire. And I guess we'll start with John. All right. Big news, big excitement. Tomorrow, Disney Studios loses the hat. January 7th. Yay. The day that we live in infamy. Well, hate the hat. Really. And I'm sure pretty soon you're going to see the pins with like pieces of the Disney hat in it and all those <laughs> shirts that say, I miss the Disney hat. But I'm excited that it's going. Well, Jenny Lynn was just on Fox News. Last night. Last night talking about this. How did that go? It went well. So the dismantling starts tomorrow. The product that is underneath the hat is going to be moved to Sunset Boulevard. Um, we do not know what's going up in place of it, if anything at all is going up in place of it. I don't think anything is. I think it's going to go They're back. moving the hat? No, 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 no. no, no the merchandise no. location underneath. The, the <gasps> stuff that they sell is being moved to Sunset <laughs> Boulevard, not They're putting it right hat. in front of Cinderella's castle. Move it to Legoland. <laughs> the hat is... No, there's no word of the hat being resurrected anywhere else at this point. But, I mean, it could happen, I suppose, but there hasn't been any word of that. And I was wondering, do you think that this has anything to do with the great movie ride getting a do-over with the Turner Classic movie? Look, I I don't know. But what I can say is this. Uh, As of 2011, I believe it was, Grauman's Chinese Theater was under new ownership. Um, That new ownership is doing a lot of work with Turner Classic movies. Um, Turner Classic movies is playing a huge role in the redesign of the interior of Grandma's Chinese Theater. Um, I Something just looks to me like it's not unrelated. Disney's working with Turner Classic Movies. Turner Classic Movies is working with the Grandma's Chinese... With now the... TCL. It, the TCL Chinese Theater Chinese is what it's theater. called. Well, do you know what... When we were on the podcast cruise, do you know what I found out? That the cruise before ours was a charter cruise. For Turner Classic for Movies. For Turner Classic Movies. Yep. Um, so Turner Classic Movies is in the mix here. And so the hat's coming down... We're going to be able to see the new theater. ownership at Grauman's uh, Chinese uh, tells me that maybe Disney was able to negotiate uh, using the likeness as a park icon because yeah. that I believe the rumor was that was an issue and mm. um, why they had to put the hat up in the first place is that when they lost their when, when their contract expired with MGM contract also expired with the rights to use. Well, I believe that the official icon of the park prior to 2001 was the Earful Tower. Correct. It was. Uh, but now you can't even actually get to the Earful Tower because that whole back lot area has mm-hmm. been shut down. So I did have that question myself. Now that the hat is going to be gone, what is going to be the new icon? I wouldn't think it would be the Earful Tower when it's so back in a area where nobody sees anything you know you can't you do see it from the road if you come in from the main entrance but it seems people, weird that you shouldn't yeah. be able to see the icon when you're in the park yeah well it remains to be seen we'll we'll, we'll find out but um all things considered i mean i'm one of the people that's ha- i never liked the hat um to me it's like when they had the epcot wand that said epcot over spaceship earth yes, it's the same thing tragic. take it down i don't want to see it anymore well, that was only for a year because it said 2000. So, no, it was, right? a, it was no up, they changed it. it after up. 2000, they changed it from 2000 to Epcot. Epcot. Oh, Remember? yeah. Like, and yeah. so it was there for a little while, but then they eventually they eventually took it Came down, to mainly to because it was, it was a problem. None of those things bothered me. Like, the hat can live with it, live without it. It doesn't really bother me. No, I, I'm, I'm happy to see it go. I'd like to look down Main Street and just see uh, 
the, the theater. Yeah. I agree because it's elegant, it's sophisticated. It just I feel like it, and it up, screams movies. Yeah, it, exactly. I feel like it fits in more with the park and gives it a little bit more of an up class, uh, up up class. What did I just say? I have no clue. Upscale. You weren't listening either? (laughs) I don't know what I was saying. (laughs) Upscale feel to the park rather than this big, ginormous, cartoony hat. The end. I'm done. Off the soapbox. (laughs) All right. Well, that's my rapid fire. Thank you, John. Kevin. I have a rapid fire. I'm ready. Hang on. I got to get to it. (laughs) Then you're not ready. I currently am not. All right. Um, Years back. Someone sent us a Hydra Flask and said to us, this is a great product. So we all tried it. We lauded Hydra Flask on our shows. We gave them away as prizes. People went out, and I would say that the Diz is responsible for the sale of thousands and thousands of Hydra Flasks. All you have to do is tell somebody, you know, so talk about Hydra Flask. It's like, oh, I bought, you know, I bought 18 of them as Christmas presents. I've given them away as gifts. Mm-hmm. I've, we are responsible... We are so responsible for generating income that at one time the president of Hydroflask called me and said, listen, thank you for talking about us and thank you for the bump in our sales. They even went so far as to um, ask us which charity. When you bought a Hydroflask, you could donate 5% of the price to a charity and they asked us which charity we would like to use and they added Give Kids the World because of us. We just recently ran out of the stock that we... um, offer at the Welcome Center. People have a chance to uh, buy a Hydro Flask with the, with the Diz logo on it. And we tried to order more. And we received an email from a man named Matt Jones. And he said, Hi, thank you for your interest in doing business with Hydro Flask. As a company, as our company continues to grow and expand our brand, we face tough decisions on how to best represent our brand in the marketplace. In what in order to convey our brand clearly, we have limited our distribution channels to key markets that most closely align with the Hydroflask Hydro Flask brand. As a result, we are no longer distributing our products through some channels. Dreams Unlimited Travel fails, falls among those channels through which we will not be distributing. Please note that this decision is not personal to your company or the reflection of your business. Rather, it's a brand decision best based on what's best for Hydroflask. We appreciate your interest and support. I was appalled. I was appalled. I've never dealt business with someone before who wouldn't let me buy their product. We were trying to buy 1,500 of them at one time. And they said no. Yeah. That we don't meet their brand. Not placement. just buying the Hydroflask. We're going to buy it have them brand it for us for sale in the welcome center so this is added revenue to them this isn't like we were asking them to do a favor for us or reduce their price or anything and they called and thanked us at one point yeah so i have written to this man his name is matt jones um his phone number is 888-584-9376 extension 8605 uh, you can write to info at hydroflask.com or you can write directly to Matt Jones at mattjones at hydroflask.com. I've let him know what I think of this. I think it's absolutely poor business. I, I can't imagine turning away business. I also can't imagine turning away business that's been so supportive. It's one thing, yeah. It's one, it would be one thing if there was any kind of conflict, but there has yeah. never been any right. issue or any conflict with Hydroflask, we have been nothing but supporters. And, and It's not like we're an adult video company. I mean, right, come exactly. on. It's a travel agency. Um, <laughs> and I don't 
don't understand how it doesn't go fit well. Right. I don't know. I just, Have you I not heard of the new show this. debuting next week? And with, uh, this information will be in the show notes page. It's also a post on the Diz Unplugged board on the Diz boards if you're interested in finding the information. I believe several people have written to Matt. I think if you're interested and you have an opinion, I think you should write him. Like, oh, I've told you what I think. Write him, call him. I also I want you to know, too, that we are working on other uh, items for sale at the Welcome Center. And even if Hydroflask came back and said, oh, yes, you can sell us, I am not selling never. product. Never, never again. So I wouldn't buy another one. Or not, doesn't matter. I just wouldn't. I think this is, I think this is a slap. Oh, it's insulting. I'm, it's insulting. I, I was insulted by it. So when I first got this, I thought, well, this can't be right. Doesn't he know who we are? I didn't. I would never say that to anybody. Right. I didn't think this was right. So I called up and I said, there's apparently been a mistake. Oh, no, there hasn't. We don't feel you're the right fit for us. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, I was there's really no it. actual explanation. Are you serious? You don't think we're the correct fit for your product? No, we don't think you represent our product in the best light. And I thought, well... What light do we represent it? I don't know. I don't know. You mean like we buy your product and give it away to people? That we pay for them? It's not like we're asking you to donate them and then we give them away? Mm -hmm. Well, they did suggest that if I wanted to go out and buy them at retail prices, I could do that and then give them away. And that, well, that's not the way you do things. You know, when you're buying $1,500 a time, buying $1,500 at retail... They wouldn't even have that much in stock. Right. Oh, well, we don't have, they did say that. They, we don't have 1500 on hand. So I have a feeling, I am sad to say that I think, first of all, we're done with Hydro Flask. I wouldn't buy another one if they gave it to me. And the other thing I think, I think this is a bad sign. I don't know that, I think they're being a little too uppity. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. Is, you know, that you want to buy 1500 of them and you don't represent our brand well. I don't know what kind of business represents water bottles. <laughs> I just <laughs> I've really thought about this. What what business does? I do know they're available now through LL Bean. So maybe LL Bean said we're just not cool enough. Don't maybe. Uh, don't sell to Dreams Unlimited Travel in the Diz. I don't maybe know. LL Bean doesn't like us. I don't know what the story is. <laughs> but it, uh, again, Matt Jones. 888-584-3796. I told this man that I was going to do this. 8605. Um, he has a fax number, 888-276-0851. Info at hydroflask.com or mattjones at hydroflask.com. Let him know what you think. Send you him may, the fax. You Represent may proceed. this. You may proceed. Well, thank you, Kevin. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Jenny Lynn. I'm sorry. I'm trying to recover. Okay. Um... Oh, yeah, my rapid fire. The Frozen Holiday Wish is um, has come back for another week. It will be running uh, through the 12th. That's going to be happening daily in front of the castle. Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf. Anna. Sorry. Anna. Oh, Lord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Anna. They tell me I need to lighten up. <laughs> Anna, Ilsa. <laughs> you know, those people that were in the movie, they're in the show. And um, it takes place in front of the castle every day, transforms the castle into an ice palace in the evening. 200,000 twinkling lights. Um, I guess it's, you know, back by guest demand for another week or something. There's, an, there's another sign you're going to see them now stretch Christmas beyond New Year's. 
Well, I was surprised. Well, I mean, we, we saw were, that in the seven and seven already. We we over at the beach club yesterday, and normally within the first few days of the new year, all the Christmas stuff is down, and it was still up. Everything was still up yesterday. So what a great way for them now to get people to start booking that first week of January. That's usually not that popular. We're going to leave all our Christmas stuff in place if you just still enjoy that may it. Be, that that may be correct. It may have that pull. Um, kind of piggybacking on the Frozen theme, Wandering Oaken's Trading Post and Frozen Funland are now closed in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. Julie. Okay. Um, mine is Animal Kingdom uh, news. So the backstage safari is going to be ending February 27th. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the tour, it's a behind-the-scenes tour, which uh, you will get to go into the Animal Nutrition Center and the Veterinary Hospital, as well as other backstage areas. They discuss what goes on in the day-to-day care of the wildlife. Um, and also, just so you know, guests with special needs can be accommodated with prior notice, like if you have, you know, because there is moderate walking and stair climbing involved, so they just want you to be aware of that. So until the end of February, you can go on the backstage safari Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. They have two different times. Um, one's at 8.30 and one's at 1 p.m. You have to arrive three hours. Oh, no, it's three hours long. Sorry, arrive three hours before. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's three hours long. Uh, it's 76 68 per person, but they do allow discounts. So if you're DVC, uh, a AAA Diamond member, or a Disney Visa holder, or an annual pass holder, you get 15% off the price of admission. I'm surprised a AAA discount's still available. AAA hey. Diamond. But... I don't know what that means. Like, if that, what's the difference between AAA regular and AAA diamond? More money. Oh, okay. Yeah, the diamond people are the ones who used to be able to park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's AAA Disney packages is how you get diamond. You don't buy diamond. I think, like, I'm a AAA platinum member, but I don't think that's the same as diamond. Okay. So, I think sorry, I don't, I'm not familiar with the different levels of AAA. So, um, park admission is required in addition to the price of the tour, and you have to be 16 years or older, and you must provide some sort of photo ID stating that you are of age to do this. So, the location would be in, at Animal Kingdom outside the main turnstiles. You meet next to guest relations. And then the new tour that's coming is called Backstage Tales, and it begins on March 1st. So, you'll go backstage. You'll also get to see the veterinary hospital the housing for the animals and the animal nutrition center um just fun fact more than three tons of food are served every day so you'll see all the creative techniques that disney uses to promote conservation and perform certain behavioral studies and then you'll also see that the animal programs administration building um, and you'll learn about wildlife conservation around the world this is once a day tour at 7 30 a.m it's three hours and 45 minutes long 90 dollars and you still can get the 15% discount if you're DVC, AAA Diamond, or an annual pass holder. There is no discount for Disney Visa on this one. Okay. And then park admission required. And you only have to be 12 years old to do this one. So it's, it's a little at, more friendly for people with sm- younger children. It's at what time? 7.30 a.m. For how long? Three and hours and 45 You're gonna go minutes. You're going to go and cover that for us. <laughs> as long as if you're actually good. Can you leave early? <laughs> <laughs> And look, the location, it just says Animal Kingdom. So I'm not sure if you meet in the same spot as you used to meet for the backstage safari or not. So it's a little confusing. But they both sound fun. I'm not sure she's using that word. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, if it, Air wasn't, if it wasn't at 730. They both sound fun. All right. Thank you, Julie. Dustin. 
Yeah, mine's going to be super rapid. I just want to say we have an updated list of all the restaurants that are participating in the 2015 um, Disney dining plan, whether it be quick service, uh, full service, or the you know the uh, two tier. I forget what they're called, but uh, they require two points. We have a full updated list on the Disney. There'll be a link in the show notes page. All right, thank you. You're welcome, Craig Orr. Uh, yeah, I was just going to go over a little bit more of the. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, rehabs. Uh, JL already mentioned the one thing that was closing, and Julie mentioned one too. Uh, Tesla Limit Lab and Intervention will be closing today. Uh, so, be another black hole in that area. Um, <laughs> Cinderella's Royal Table went down for their rehab yesterday, so they'll be back in March for now. The Princess Dining's in Citrico's. Uh, Barbershop's closing in February until the end of March, so no haircuts. Uh, Space Splash Mountain's doing its normal uh, rehab in the winter season. Undersea Journey of uh, the Little Mermaid closed 2 2 to 3 6, so its first month long one. Uh, Dream Along with Mickey is going down April 13th to May so 20th, bad. so uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> John and Kevin will be upset that Liberty Tree Tavern is going to be closing from <coughs> July 6th until November 20th. Um, all that food kitchen Thanksgiving. Really? All that canned meat that they've been going to put frozen characters and everything. And uh, of course, there's some more. Uh, so just head on the rehab section of the site to get the full and total list. You mentioned things I didn't even know. <coughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Craig. Um, before we close, actually, I want to talk to you a little bit, Jenny Lynn. You were over at Epcot for New Year's Eve. Yes. So I thought just chat a little bit before we have to go. We were there, too. About that experience. Oh, you were over there. We were there, too. Oh, okay. So what did, they were at a private event, though. We, were. <laughs> we didn't actually leave the building to see fireworks or anything. You didn't go outside and see the fireworks? No, we did not. <laughs> One of the greatest fireworks show sure. anywhere. Okay. Watched them through a window. <laughs> so what to, What did you think? I thought it was the best New Year's Eve that I've had to date. Um, you, It was an experience. Epcot was definitely busy. It um, kind of started to get uncomfortable around the afternoon times. Um, and, and that was just, it was so bad that it was just laughable at points. Soren had a line that was four hours long to the point that they were handing out bathroom passes to the people that were in line because, you know... I've pe- never heard of that. At yeah, I, I, if, you had, if you were following us on Twitter, I tweeted out the pictures of, of all of this. The overcrowding was... It was actually insane. Um, Did you about bathroom passes? Did they, they call them fast pisses? <laughs> <laughs> no, they call they, them they piss are, passes. They're called that now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I mean, because you're standing in line for four hours, you got to go to the bathroom. What are you going to do? Get out of line, and then you have to go back to the end of the line? No, Just go. It would have been right a riot. There. It would have been go a riot. Go prepare for the catheter. So oh. um, that part wasn't so much fun. Uh, I had to actually eat on the floor near a trash can because there was... <laughs> oh, my God. Just like food and wine. It, I have a photo of that as well. That didn't go out on the Diz Unplugged account Twitter feed, though. Um, but that's because there was absolutely no room to sit down after I had gotten my food. None. And... There, you, you had the only place I could sit on the floor that was tucked out of the way was near a trash can by the bathroom. So it was a little bit sad. However, kind of. And this was her best New Year's. 
bad. But that's the what, bad ones. That's, I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of uh, give you a, a picture of how much better the New Year's part of it was. Right. Because I had to I had to go through that. What happens and still is came around out happy. around six or seven o'clock. The entire vibe of that park changes. It kicks in, and yeah. all of us. It's just it's it's Epcot like I have never experienced it before. What is so cool is it's like a it's, it's a little trickle. It it um it starts in little pieces and little areas, and then with each passing hour, it just kind of grows and grows and grows, and I got a little bit more going on and a little bit more going on over here, and until it's this big New Year's Eve awesome party thing and they um not all of the pavilions all of the pavilions do have um special beverages that they've got going on for the new year's eve thing they've got the little special menus and i've noticed a lot of them had i've never been to epcot in years past for new year's eve so i don't know if this is normal but they had the kiosks out you know with the um the menus kind of like food and wine on a lesser much much lesser level and um but around around four o'clock, a DJ was in the America Gardens Pavilion, at, or theater, sorry, and he wasn't the regular DJ of the evening. But he just started playing music, and people kind of started bopping around. And what was cool it was music throughout the different decades, so you know, kind of a celebration of time in general. But then you hit; they had the early fireworks at six, and after that, there was a a lot of people that left the park, pretty much the people with the little kids. And when that happened, there was just a much more relaxed type atmosphere there was you know you don't have mommy you know stuff which can make everyone tense there was a lot less of that now I've been at the Magic Kingdom for New Year's Eve last year I did that that can be kind of stressful for those types of reasons and there was not as much of that at Epcot Um, so the general demographic was a bit older which I think makes it easier for an evening event about half of the pavilions have their own separate party that is going on by party I mean a DJ playing music and, um, but each of the pavilions, when it hits midnight in that country, has a little, you know, their, their cast members start like partying. And Do you know what I found out? I found out that when the countries that are represented in the World Showcase, it hits midnight in their country, as you were saying, they allowed the cast members to actually go backstage and celebrate the ringing in of the new year with their country. Oh, see, that's really cool. I, that, I thought so, too, when I found out about that. Now, we were in the American Pavilion, and we didn't have a separate DJ. We were across from the American Theater, and they were playing Brazilian music. That is one thing that I thought was maybe... There was no it was special a little, menu. It was a little strange. There was a DJ in the American Pavilion. Um, his entire show, I mean, unless they're you know representing the Hispanic population of America, but his entire show was in Spanish. He didn't speak English. He spoke Spanish. And then all of the um, music was Latin music, which is great dancing music. And I have to tell you, they took they took the stage and they turned the stage into a major dance area. And the Wait, thing is this, was is packed that, is out. Is this at American Gardens Pavilion? Yes. yes. Right. They took the, in, the huge big stage, you know, that uh, Sugar Ray performs on when he's here. Um, Everyone was dancing. That was an odd choice of I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, first it comes to mind. I like Candlelight Sugar Ray. <laughs> she just wants to fly. I do. So anyway, but that whole stage was packed out, packed out. So I mean, he drew in the but crowd. But you would you would recommend this to people? I would because well, here's what I didn't I didn't get to it yet. Sorry, I, I get very excited about this event. I had a great time. Each DJ did something a little bit different, which I thought was cool. So even though fundamentally everything was the same because they're all DJed parties, 
each one had a very distinct something added to it to make it different from the others, which gave it a nice flow to the park. You'd go from one to the next to the next to the next. And by the time you made it all the way the, around, you felt like you had gotten a sampling of quite a few different things. Italy was awesome. They had this whole like Italy laser beam does, thing yeah. going overhead. The DJ was amazing. China was the other, you know, big runner. China does a great party. They had a huge stage with this like Chinese dragon that, you know, snorted out smoke yep. and pyroblasts that yep. were synchronized to the music. It was phenomenal. And uh, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. Maybe we'll just embed it in the show notes page. Sure. Uh, the video Dustin did a couple years ago from New Year's Eve, which is one of my favorite videos that he's done. Um, kind of covers all that, shows that um, it was. It's an amazing experience. It's it an was. Ad- now, so you guys, but you guys were at a private party. We were. So we went, we got uh, met at the gate by a special guide. We walked into the park. We put our heads down and we had our blinders on. We were not going to look at any other festivities, and we beelined for the American Pavilion, and we were brought into what is usually the, uh, the, Chase, the Lounge. Chase Disney Visa Chase Lounge upstairs. They had uh, food, which was awesome. They had um, folks that planned this party. It's the folks that planned the new um, the, the New England meet. And what they did was they asked everybody what they liked. So they made a menu out of. I mean, there were little uh, martini glasses with Cobb salad from the Brown Derby. Oh wow! There was the beef empanadas from Food and Wine. There was cheese soup from Canada. Uh, there was cheese bread from I don't remember where. Uh, but there was a. Um, it was a food and wine. It was a food and wine thing. It was great. The food was excellent. And then for dessert, they had the um, cronuts sautéed in alcohol and whipped cream and caramel and chocolate and everything you can imagine. There were some other desserts there as well. Creme, creme brulee from France. And there was another one. They're going to kill me. I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, like a chocolate lava cake, I think. So we really we ate well and. And but you didn't watch the fireworks? Just before midnight, well, actually, I think it was 11.30, they said, if you wanted to see the fireworks, you could go, but you can't go in and out. It was a fire hazard. So either you stayed inside or you went out and saw the fireworks. I would say about 90% of the people went outside and watched the fireworks outside. We opted to stay in. And drink. And drink. There, there was no... There was no private area to stand, so it was mobbed outside. Right, so it was, and, and it was very cold, but the fireworks were amazing. And They I, are. They're incredible. Well, what I also wanted to say about Epcot is it seems so perfectly suited for New Year's Eve in a way that maybe other parks in um, Florida are not, in that it celebrates all of the different cultures, and, and uh, New Year's Eve is pretty much like a worldwide holiday, so it, it just kind of suited it really well, I felt. And um, at the end of Illuminations, they had the little tag at the end, where as you descend um, with each second, the countdown, um, one country lights up, flashes, and there's a single firework that shoots out over the lagoon until the last one is America, and then they shoot out their fireworks, and the whole big, like, you almost think a war's going to start, firework thing happens at the end. Um, There were also Mickey bars at our party. Now, I just want to talk real quick. I know we're we're running late, and you have something else you want to talk about. I have to talk about after New Year's. We had gotten a room at the Beach Club. We booked one night at the Beach Club. We 
uh, decided that that was going to be our best option. Kathleen was going to stay there. We were going back home. Kevin needed a scooter. That's how we got the scooter there. It just worked out well for us. And it was great to have that room. Leaving Epcot, it took us, leaving the beach club. First of all, there was a line to get to valet that went back into the lobby of the beach club to get our cars. We waited probably a good 45 minutes for our car. Then it took us another two and a half hours to get home. They routed everybody in one direction. What? You just planned to stay. I, I next Here's dogs. Yeah, we decided that we just wanted to be home and wanted to be with our dogs. And but it was um, they routed everybody around the resort area to one side, and then you couldn't make a left to go back towards downtown Disney. You had to go right and go out of property that way. It was a mess. So would you do it again? No, I would not do it again. Would you Never. do it again? If I could stay on property, yeah. <laughs> Never, ever, ever again. That was it. You did it. You could say you did it once. And I, I was in. I've been in the Magic Kingdom on New Year's Eve, and I will just say this: so we had a really good time. We the had party was spectacular. Time. It was people we really like. We had a fantastic time. So I, you know, was, that part was, was great. It was every, I pretty Getting much knew everybody at the party. And right. maybe we would next time stay on property yeah. and actually stay at the resort. All right. Well, cool. That is going to do it for me for this week. Coming up next, Dustin and the team will talk about what they are looking forward to at Walt Disney World in 2015. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a great one. Stay out of the damn lakes.